I met Stanley twice in my life uh, in the same day. Um, I paid $400 <laughs> to go uh, to Wizard World in Sacramento uh, and get a press pass, or not a press pass, a VIP pass, and I got to meet him. Um, I said two words to him during the photo op because that's all I could think of. Uh, it was three words. It was, uh, it was, oh my God. And I got up, I took the picture, and then I left um, because I didn't know what to say. Um, I got up again to go meet him and get an autograph uh, of that picture um, later on in the day. And everyone was talking to him, everyone was chatting with him as, he, as they were walking up. And I was about to get up, and again, I didn't know what to say. Um, and then there was a family in front of me. Uh, and that family had just had their stuff signed, and they were going to walk away, and their kid um, turned around and said, wait, wait, I want to ask him a question. Um, my stuff at that point was already being signed by him, which basically meant that this kid was now taking my time to talk to him. And in the in the moment, I was I was relieved because I didn't know what I was going to say, but I was kind of angry. But then when I heard the kid's question and the exchange that followed, I was I was fine with it. The kid turned around and said, "Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, uh, uh, what's your favorite color?" And Stan Lee looked at the kid, and he gave that like that patented. Like he looked around so like amazed and impressed and he's like, well, I don't know. Nobody ever asked me that. And the kid was just like, what is it? And he's like, well, I love all of them. Like I use them all the time. I think I like green the most. I use that the most. And the kid was like, cool, I like green too. And he walked away and they handed me my stuff, which meant I didn't get to talk to Stanley. <laughs> but it was, ah, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. That being said, <clears throat> here we go. Okay, Woo! let it go, man. Let it out. It's there we go. It's no. time to do it. So face front, Drew Believers, and welcome once again to the Capus Crusaders live at the time from Empire's Comics Vault. My name is David Barry at DRBerry on varying social media platforms. I am joined tonight, Woo! first to my left, the emotionless rock that is. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Mander at Son of Mander on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you know, it's, it's, gonna get it's gonna be fine. They're there. Thanks, my, man. My wife constantly tells me how great I am at comforting people in the time of need. Anyway, she lied to you. To end the awkwardness, I'm gonna toss it on over to the other end of the table. I have no no witty retort. I have nothing comedic to say because it's a somber night. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. To my left. Um, trying not to cry, and you probably won't see it because I'm the one wearing glasses, so there is a glare, and it is great. Um, that for a year. Gosh, I know. And now all I wanted to say was like, "We miss you, Grandpa," because. Man, yeah. man, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to. Didn't cry. think it was gonna be tough until we went like live. Then no, no, we were fine. We were all fine. And then you give the story that I've heard like four or five times, and it's still so good. And I was just excited that I brushed up against this cardigan two years ago <laughs> at Silicon Valley Comic Con, and I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. And. It's the green cardigan. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're still hanging out to know who you I, are. I have a title. I have a. But the I listeners, when they hear it, I they won't know. Third, you guys. It's Amy. Amy. You can find me at IG New Robot. But for the most part, oh, this is gonna. David's gonna crack, and then I'm gonna follow suit, and then I'm you might hear. The it's time. gonna be Anderson by himself. And at the end, it's just gonna be me talking. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, yeah. Uh, we, we have a show. We, yeah, we, we, do. we do. We do have a show. We like we we have sponsors. Let's start with that. Well, first, we have to tell you that we are your number one allegedly podcast for anything supposedly comic book related, <laughs> and we would not be here if not for that man down at the end, or over there, or over there. He's over there. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. So, you can find anything related to The Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is our website, our central hub. We've got everything related to all of our content and all of our previous episodes. You can also find our sponsors, like Beard Bomb Brush. <laughs> I used mine today. Uh, I had combed out my, my beard. It's Look lovely. Doing, I'm wearing my, my Thor shirt the, that it I was wearing good. the day that I met Stan Lee. Um, we are also sponsored by... Empire's Where's Comics Vault. Vault. Where we are. Our home away from home at 1120. Fulton Avenue. Sweet, sweet K. K. Um, Everybody's sweet, sweet K. K. Uh, sweet K. Ben's selling uh, holiday grab bags. You can come in and get their themed and you can do stuff. Uh, good evening uh, to the chat room. We're um, happy to have you guys. We're going to cry. Manderson needs uh, as a mop to help comfort individuals with gented mop flop. Yeah, he just, <laughs> yeah. from five feet away, just yeah. wipe my tears. Yeah. Uh, and Mike Oxshard was fine until now. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> we love you too, Mikey. Hello uh, in the chat. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, on this day, a somber day um, for, for comic books. Reasons. For many reasons. Yeah. For Veterans Day. Um, he was. But, the uh, giant, the, the Niners just lost. Yep. Uh, so that, you know... <laughs> Yep. Detective Pikachu dropped. Detective Pikachu trailer dropped. Some people are really excited. Some people are a little confused. Toy Story mm, 4 teaser dropped. Yeah, we got a toy. Uh, yeah, didn't even didn't know that was happening. Someone, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really glad I bring my glasses. Yeah. On this week's episode <laughs> of The Capeless Crusaders, we're, of course, going to go around the horn. We're going to talk about comic books, every single dang one of them, oh, in some way connected or inspired by that man down at the end. We're going to talk about some news. We got a lot of it. Uh, and then our main topic. Which we did not change for Stan, but it just, it, it's it still does. perfect all the way. Why we believe in our heroes. Um, both literal uh, and literary and those gone too soon. So, when we are in a comic book store, we when we are surrounded by comic books, when we have built a, uh, is it a, oh, I just forgot the word, is it a ofrenda? A friend, a friend, an ofrenda, a friend, ofrenda to Stanley down at the end. We always remember, see, si, si se puede. Uh, when we are in a comic book store, we like to go around the horn. Don't do that, I'll cry. I'm waiting for somebody. I'm really waiting there for are somebody. No, the the Duke boys are not doing anything this evening. For yeah, Stanley. in ofrenda. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Antic Fire. Mike Oxard turned 40 today. Been a great day. Hey, 40's the new, uh, 26. <laughs> That's a good number. That's a Let's solid number. That. That's Let's a good number. That. I had a good time at 26. I had a good, are you going to have a good time at 40? Yes. Yes, yes you I are. Am. Yes, you are. Anyway. Is that because you're Portuguese? Hey. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah, at 40, that's, that, that's when you that's, that's when, when we peak. To hit your stride. <laughs> uh, when we go around the horn or go around the table in a circular fashion, uh, talking about what comic books we've been reading this week, uh, except for the fact we no longer have a circular table. Right, um, sometimes we talk about the comic books that we're currently reading right now feverishly with our thumbs. I'm doing great. I actually read I read one prior to this, but this is really... That's an R.C. Wiley advertisement. You, you picked a, a, a heck of a banger to go out on today. I'm gonna, if I'm going to cry, you're going to see cry. all of it, and I'm moving through my emotion in the exact way I'm supposed to. So, we talk about comic books. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Mike Oksha, which is a... He said he turned 40. We didn't say happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Mike. Mike. Steve's. Yes. Start us off. Sorry. What have you read this week? Can't. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. You're trash. 
<laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> he was busy exposing his kids to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I'm movie glad you said something else. Thank after you for, exposing it. for covering it. <laughs> what if, Thank what you if for if covering I, all of that. What if I finish a series of a comic I haven't read yet? That doesn't make any sense at all. I know. Except Sabrina. What? It's Sabrina. <laughs> oh, Sabrina. that counts. I mean, that, what, what counts? Okay, okay well, I, I, we finished it. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina yep. the week of Halloween. Are you? Uh, are you also? Are you suing them along with the, te- the Temple of Satan? I am not. Mm-hmm. I am not suing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the series immensely. Church of Satan's cool with it. Temple of Satan is not. Yes. Temple of Set. Those no. guys are weird. We don't care about we, that. Who are they? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it was. It was a campy, tongue-in-cheek, fun, very dark. Series, uh, Campy and dark don't usually go together. They do, right? but they it do it. Doesn't but miss. they do it. They do it, and they it's very well done, very funny. Uh, keeps us intrigued, ready for season two. I strongly recommend Chilling Adventures, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. They do mention Riverdale about three times mm. in the series. Mm. Uh, you don't see anyone from Riverdale though. Um, and uh, Salem is there, the cat. Riverdale. That's, that, that's where Elrond lives. Yes, that one. Oh. That's actually I, that's Rivendell. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the this is the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, the neighbor Riverdale, Rivendell, yeah, elves, witches. This yeah. is this is. Gotta uh, trust me. You have to trust me. Yeah. What is it? Don't tell the elf. Don't, don't the elf. Where does where does Nightwing hang out? Uh, Bloodhaven. Yeah, I think you Bloodhaven. So it's Bloodhaven to Gotham. Yeah, it is Rivendell to 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 R- Riverdale to to Mordor. What if that Metropolis was across the river from? Uh, just around the river band. Anyway, I watched Chilean Adventures of Sabrina. I enjoyed you it very are much. Just trying to maintain That's the your... closest I've read to a comic. And Antic Fires. I am sorry. I apologize. Hey. No, no, no. So, you're, you're struggling to keep it together, and I already know you're, you're, you're doing fine. Yeah, no. Good. I appreciate that. Manderson, what'd you read? Um, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to talk about. Um, oh, well, well if you. Seven to Eternity is probably the last thing I finished, Ooh. so it's sticking in my head. Um, I think I must have missed it, an issue because I was a little confused, but um, my life that series. <laughs> I'm like, that was so good. Did I miss something? I, it was so long in between yeah. issue yeah, yeah. 11 and 12, I think, that I just forgot some stuff. Do you, um, do you read the stuff at the beginning and end, like the long, like... I do, yeah. Okay, so I didn't read those at first, and then I realized, I'm like, wow, I'm missing I'm a lot missing of some stuff. Yeah, that's why I started reading them, yeah. Um, but it, it's still, like, at this point, there's just so many players yeah in the game that it's super interesting it uh it they've been able not to to make it feel convoluted or overpopulated or, or anything like that um and it's taken some twists that i didn't expect so yeah it's pretty good it's been solid all 12 issues yes. or 11 of the 12 that i've read because i feel like it in this one but yeah who knows? Um, I read a bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, I talked about on Crossover that I was excited about Super Sons, and I read that. Um, What's Crossover? Oh, yeah. Crossover is uh, the show that I'm doing with my brother, Danderson. Uh, the clan of Ander. Uh, the clan that come together. Clan um, We had our first episode. We had a lot of fun. It's not on YouTube yet. I apologize. Unite the clan. Yes. We're going to, next episode's going to be not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. We're going to talk Sick. about the Manchester Sick. Derby, which is a soccer game. Oh. oh, United versus uh, um, City. And, yeah. yeah, I need you to do some rugby. I need to know He's how the All Blacks are doing. I'm, I'm on my second viewing of the game. Nice. Uh, uh, anyway, shut up! I know sports. Shut up! Just, shut up! But it's soccer, and you don't yeah, like the soccer. Yeah, I don't care. I still can understand. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> God, you had the anyway, face, Amy. Yeah, the face was not you, caring. Amy, what are you reading? Amy? <laughs> 
What did I just complete? <laughs> yeah, what did you, what did you, oh, it's, okay. Yeah. I'm done. All right. No. Okay. Um, so I actually read one prior to this, and I needed something mm. to kind of hone and focus. Mm. But I realized that in reading this, this was a bad choice because it's fantastic. Um, so I'm going to talk. Oh. That's the Carmelo one. Okay. You don't want the, the white. It's caramel and mm. chocolate chips. I'll figure it out. Or do you want an M&M? No, I'll figure it out. Take his I'm offering... Blue. It's back there. Cool. So, Steve, if you need to grab the box, get the man in. I read. What? (laughs) Okay. So, hi, guys. Um, I read two things this week. Uh, The first thing that I read prior to me actually picking up my phone, which you saw me reading it, (laughs) um, finishing it, I read Wicked and Divine. Uh, We're at the end of an arc, which means this is a special. And this one was pretty campy and adorable. Um, So, it was a whole bunch of puns and bits. And at one point, if Wicked and Divine, I have not explained it enough because it is one of my consistent ongoings. We're following every 90 years, uh, Pantheon of 12 gods is born on Earth. For two years, they're hated, feared, and loved, and then they die. So it is gods, all gods. We get everybody across the board. So we've got Sakmet, um, we've got Baal, we've got Inanna, um, we've got Persephone, Lucifer, uh, Dionysus. We get, yes. What about Harold? Which one? Harold's out there. Which Harold? Harold? There's a couple of Harolds. There's a couple of Harolds. You can tell. You can is tell. That Port, is that a is Portuguese, Portuguese god? No, no, no. Does, does, it kind of, does it kind of wear his hat a little, a little barely on his head, rubber and boots, and a flannel? You're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without actual words. I love that you guys are, are, are helping each other. Hippa, hippa, hippa. There you go. Done. You got it. So the the puns that were persistent for for most of the this issue, there's one where all of the Pantheon is dogs. And it's hilarious and it's really cute. So um, Inanna, I should also mention that David Bowie, Lucifer looks like David Bowie. <laughs> Inanna looks like Prince. Oh. Mind you, this was all before he died too, which is fantastic, both of them. Yes. Um, and the end was Karen Gillan's tweets. So Karen Gillan. So there was the running joke of my job as a du- as massaging ducks is getting tiring, um, and my thumbs really hurt. And then the next one was what's um, I quit my job as a duck massager and now have moved on to a German sausage factory. I couldn't say things are bad, but they couldn't get any versed. Ha! Doos. Yeah, they were, and he spelled it. I want worse. the SNL gif. Ay, nos mio. And then, uh, actually, what I just so I enjoyed it. There was a, a bit of levity for what was going on, and then um, somebody stole it from my box. But I finished Tom King's Here in Crisis number one. Jerks. Um, we find out who you are. <laughs> I appreciate you. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Um, oh, it sorry. is it's a very nice answer instead of us threatening. Yeah. It is in the chat. It is stunning. Um, it's. I'm really excited considering that Manderson is all caught up. He's got me feeling it caught up. I don't know what it is, but I'm fairly certain he's got it twisted. He's so caught up. There's a uh, song. I song. knew it. It was a song. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Um, it's, it's dealing with issues of PTSD and yeah, trauma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. PTSD. And it's not a disorder. It's a condition of sound disorder. Sorry, I continue. Please tell me about my condition. For the show, for the show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna cry anyway, so we're, we can start this now because my therapist thinks this is classification. Um, so, so basically, you're talking, and I believe Manderson's already probably mentioned it. We, you talk, the the heroes have come to a safe space where the sanctuary and it's an AI has been built. 
Um, with Kryptonian tech, it's got Bruce's smarts and Wonder Woman's compassion. Mm. And it is a therapist for the superheroes. So you um, are getting full pages and wonderful panels of them sitting there and talking. So nice. we have Arsenal, we have Hotshot, we have Harley, we have Booster Gold, and we have, and I'm missing the first one off, Blue Jay. Right off the bat. Blue Jay? Yep. Um, so there has been a disastrous breach at Sanctuary, and you are dealing with the aftermath of not just people who have put on the face of being heroes, but who are, in a sense, it's giving more humanity to these these names that you might not even know. Um, the one of the best things that I read. Too much research. Hmm? Yeah, I know. Um, one of the best things that I read was actually Arsenal's talk in the chair to Sanctuary, and he comes out and says that he's an addict. Just right off, he he says his name. He's I'm, I'm a superhero and I'm an addict. Is Arsenal Roy and uh, yep, Speedy. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. Speedy, yeah. Speedy, and he explains about that he's is super, he doesn't have a superpower. He's a guy with sticks, and mm. so when that happens and you get hurt a lot, you find comfort in other things. And so it's it's going to be a heck of a thing to go. The two issues are currently out. I have no idea when the third is coming out. I'm going to be crying and recommending this all day, just like I did the Vision. Anyway, Doc. Yes. Hi, buddy. Hello. All, I, all I could think of, though, was that it sounds like it's a much more serious, darker version than Hawkeye and Age of Ultron saying, the city's flying and I have arrows. Yes. None of this makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, basically, that's basically it. It's uh, the meat and potatoes of, of, mental, of mental stability. Of... Jace. Now I'm hungry. Jace. Um, you want a cookie? You got a cookie. Oh. What'd you read, buddy? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I didn't write it down. You uh, did. This is and this is weird. For and me. he reads a lot. Monster. Things are yeah. Things are disheveled. Um, disheveled. Cookie. Maybe. What's in the box? Thanks. No. Um, not the MMs. Maybe. Um, so I read. Uh, oh, yeah, I kept reading The Invisibles by Grant Morrison. Um, the cookie puts you back on track. Yes. Um, I also uh, I read uh, the first issue of Man Eaters. Oh, how yes, did you Manny. Like it? I I thought Manny was a lot of fun. Um, so good. I find it interesting that I didn't realize that the mutation came from cat feces. I thought that was hysterical. You out a cat litter in your um, room. Yeah, and <laughs> so I'm going to turn into a giant cat. Except I don't have Menzies, so uh, oh. that's we the can fix that. We'll get you enough hormones. You'll be fine. Crazy. The world is an interesting place. Um, so yeah, so that's what I read. I read Man Eaters and uh, number one, which I think you should check out. I got the glittery cover. Uh, and then I'm also like I said, still reading um, volume one of The Invisibles, which is just a trip. Grant Morrison is a, a phenomenal writer. He's also doing the new Green Lantern. Have you checked that out yet? I did read that too, yeah. I've not gotten a chance to read it yet. I'm, I'm interested in it. So. News. Whew, news. Yep, just getting right to it. Go. California won't stop burning. Yeah, we're just on fire constantly. That's just, we're... It's our life now. We're on it. Um, we're lit. We're, we're mad so, lit. We're so hot right now. Mad lit. I can't come up with puns for this. Anyway. Everything is on fire. So uh, The world is on fire. The obvious, the obvious news uh, that we already talked about, uh, the passing of Stanley. Oh. Um, I want to talk about other stuff because I am i don't want to... We wanna, don't want to broach that just yet. I don't want to cry anymore. So, oh, uh, first off, um, Disney's streaming service has been announced. It'll be called Disney Plus. Oh. And it is getting a Winter Soldier, Falcon TV show, Scarlet Witch, and Loki, which Tom Hiddleston has confirmed he will be coming back for. Um, it's going to be a limited series... Um, 
I think it'd be hilarious if they, all of a sudden he finally shows up and they're like, oh yeah, it's animated. He's just a voice actor. Like, that's what I've been, that's what, I'm like, wait a minute, is it all animated shows or live action That's shows? what I'm worried about. And if it's not, either way, hi Tom, we love you. Hey, Friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the show, Tom. This makes me think, no, Winter Soldier show. Right. So could this be a hint that he won't be getting the shield and that maybe it's going to Sam? But it's Winter, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Hey, okay. thanks. Missed that part. Continue. That's, that's why I'm just helping you out. <laughs> It's a comedy about them fighting over the shield. <laughs> Actually, I think it would be. I think it'd be really good if they like move into an apartment together. So <laughs> just the two of them. The shield's just on the couch. And until they can figure out who gets the shield, they have to move into an apartment all together. About and, and, and so Scarlet Witch is also getting a, a series. Right. But I am. I am really worried that they're going to be animated. Yeah, um, that's, what I'm, that's my. That's what I'm like. But I mean, here's the thing, though. Why if, would that be bad? It wouldn't be bad, but I I like live action better. We're expecting. I'm thinking live action when I hear Tom Hiddleston and all that. But I think that it could be really cool if. Um, what the word I'm looking for? If they follow in the footsteps right now, what the what the DC app is doing, and the DC app is actually producing oh, yeah. some pretty good uh, content. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll have to. We'll, we'll get there when it you know when it happens. Perfect, um, Perfect Strangers, Winter Soldier, and Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other news, um, well, this is kind of old, but it's it's still here. Um, Walking Dead has signed Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride for movie deals, and Rick Grimes, of course, is not actually uh, dead. His character is still alive, and he's also doing. I thought they were going to be in theater movies. It turns out they're going to be TV movies. Um, whatever. Who cares? Because they're trying to build the AM. What is the the AMCU? Kind of. Yeah. Shenanigans. Uh, that I will be saying that. So far, the viewers of the latest episode of, of uh, The Walking Dead, which just happened last Sunday, everyone is screaming that they're getting back that feel they got when they first saw the series back when it started. Yeah. So Woo. That's happening. Whatever. Um, just to, real fast, a reference uh, in the chat. Uh, Ace Platinum. Uh, hello, friend. Welcome back. Yeah, ask your questions. Um, we're, we're, we'll try to get but to my them. My name is not Larissa. Bless as you. we can. <laughs> um uh, Red Elephant, welcome, and you should uh, go back to the beginning of the episode and hear my emotional story. Um, yeah, he's, and he's a kid. And M. Um, Boo Loki, let someone else play the god goddess. I actually think that's a really valid point. I think that could be cool. That's actually why I wouldn't mind animated. If they let <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, if they just up his up the octave on his voice and let him be female Loki. Hello. I'd be down with that, <laughs> or just someone completely new. If they went, if they wanted to go either the the young Loki or the female Loki route, uh, I would totally be down with that. <laughs> Thanks. Nice to meet you, Jerry. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, and uh, la two, last two pieces of news Trevor. are important Trevor. to me um, because they're in regards to the swamp thing. So they're also important to you. Uh, it's a swamp thing. Swamp yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a swamp thing. Swamp thing. Um, I'm about to lay up the ban hammer down in this chat romantic fire. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Three important castings that we got. First Which off, we agree with. Um, yeah, we're all about these. Um, both uh, Alec <laughs> Holland and Swamp Thing have been cast. Um, uh, so Derek Mears, who was Jason in the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Um, he's also he's he's a you would recognize he's a he's a he's a monster actor. Mm -hmm. He's a really big, tall guy, bald. He's a blank slate. He's been in Pirates of the Caribbean with yes, some of the evil pirates. pirates. Um, he was one of the tentacle-faced guys in Men in Black. Mm -hmm. um, he's just done. He's a canvas for which the swamp citizen shall. Yes, he's a wonderful, especially because they're not they don't want to do a lot of CGI. So you just put a little bit of green on him, and boom, he's there. Boom. Um, so we got Derek Mears, who's going to be actually he's going to be Swamp Thing. Andy Bean, who I haven't seen too much of the stuff that he's been in. I haven't seen any of the stuff that he's been. In. <clears throat> but he is uh, he's been cast as Alec 
Holland, uh, read the next note for me. Oh, okay. Uh, as as <laughs> Dr. Holland. As Dr. Kevin Durant reportedly cast as Woodrow in Swamp Thing. <sighs> there he is. Thank you. I, 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 Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant... Um, Oh crap! I can't remember any of the stuff that he's in, but we we look he's at look him up. You know who he is. <clears throat> I remember who Woodrow is though. Yes, so Woodrow is the floor the floor, floronic X Men. Oh. oh yeah, so okay, Kevin Durant was uh, in X Men Origins Wolverine. He, the Blob. He was the Blob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the jerk face in the Rock's movie Walking Tall. Yeah. Uh, he was also in he was Little John and Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, there's a there's a deep cut right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Blob and. But he's got a. A, a history of being like either the bad guy sidekick or the sidekick to the good guy. He's always the, the, the sidekick, never the villain. Anyway, mm-hmm. he is going to be Woodrow, who's the Floronic man, who is basically a guy who uh, is he's like exposed. So he's he's similar in that he's like he's ma- basically becomes made of vegetation, very similar to Swamp Thing, but he's not connected to the green in the same way, um, which is actually part of the reason um, he uh, what's the word I'm looking for. He goes head to head with with Swamp Thing. He's actually uh, a lot of the research involved. So in the series, we know we're getting at least the first volume of Alan Moore's Saga of the Swamp Thing. Uh, so I'm really excited uh, for that. Not Durant, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was also <laughs> um, in Smoke and Aces. He was one of Chris Pine's uh, crazy brothers, and he was Red in Wild Hogs. That wow, that's face? he's he's got a wonderful resume. He's got like pretty good. What's this? Pretty yeah, good. he's not bad. I, Wait, we're talking wild hogs. Martin Lawrence, John Travolta, Tim Allen, and on William the, H Macy. Yes, from, from? the Weekend Bikers. Yeah, oh, and they, from, from, he was one of the bad guy where bikers. At, where you at? Huh? Yeah, this is gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> no, do you know what's fantastic? What? That Chad is so happy. Yeah, Chad's all over the place. They really bounce back. But we're gonna take you down. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna take you down because there is a running list of what my job is. And that makes that makes today. Apparently, you have two jobs. What are my two jobs? You're Trevor, and you read to children at the mm-hmm. local library, mm-hmm. and the other is standing on top of Waterside and saying, "Yep, next person." And apparently, Jerry works at a flower shop. I'm uh, I'm like Vanderbeek. I'm like Vanderbeek in uh, in uh, How I Met Your Mother when he's like the Canadian. He's just like he's like whoop. Go ahead. Whoop. Go ahead. Whoop. He's like, okay. I think I could do that. And he's like, a kid just died. No, the kid just died. No, they got a pile up. You got a bunch of kids' bodies. Anyway. I can't scroll up. But yeah. apparently, I'm either a barista and a bartender. And then I couldn't get to the one that was you. I'm Johnny Karate. I'm not going back to that. Anyway. I'm, but it's I'm entertaining because Jerry doesn't Johnny work Karate. at the comic book hey, store. Here. I do. <gasps> so, our main topic for the evening is a heavier topic. It was going to be heavy no matter what. And then yeah. it just happened to land on today. And then Stanley. And then it's just so on. So, just a reminder Red Elephant, do your homework. Yeah. Uh, why we believe in our heroes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and this welcome. is heroes as across the board. A heroes. broad yeah. term of heroes. Um, so basically, I, I asked each of them to, to kind of bring up talking points um, about what they what they thought when I said, why we believe in heroes? What does that make you think of? And we got a, a lot of, you know, ideas for it. But in a broad sense, hero is an interesting term um, because it can apply to a superhero. It can apply to... Um, a regular everyday person who carries out heroic acts uh it can apply to uh, a character of uh of legend who uh follows what is called the hero's journey there's there's all kinds of uh different variations on what a hero can mean so what i want first off is for each of you to tell me what a hero means to you personally 
You got that? Is that is that with or without an example? Because I'm just making for clarification. Making for clarification. If you have an example, go for it. What 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 does a hero mean to you, Manderson? Um, Starting with you. Oh, that heroes that we believe in. Do or you not want heroes? to? <clears throat> I was just worried you were going to go with me first. Um, I'm trying to make sure that I stay on topic and I don't start wandering and get cry cry. I also I'm making space so that Manderson has time to think. I think just like the the basic. Well, like I, I put the label here on somebody. Um, I mean, to bring up an example, I, I oftentimes in the real world think of my youngest brother, um, he, Sanderson. Sanderson. He um, he served in the Marine Corps for a number of years, um, and like most veterans, he doesn't talk a whole lot about it. But I know um, he had to to do a lot of things that um, I mean, the rest of us don't have to see. Um, and then he comes back. He he um, honorable discharge. He comes back and the first thing he does is he finds, he thinks about what's the most dangerous thing that I can do. Not because he's an adrenaline junkie, but because he wants to put um, others first. Like he he sacrifices time with his family. Um, he has a daughter now. Wood chipper maintenance. He's a firefighter. Ah, close. Um, wood. Yeah, wood. But he like he, that, huh? he could have chosen a very safe job. He's a smart guy. He probably could have got like a desk job and just kind of made a lot of money. But he's like, nope, I'm gonna find a job where I could still um, put my where I still have to put my life on the line on occasion to save others, to put other people's lives first, to to make it so that a family or a group of people can continue to to make memories and have time together um, at the at the expense of my own. And so. I guess like the one trait there is there's there's selflessness in there. Yeah. Um, there's courage. Um, there is don't take all of, the buzzwords. There's a lot of times um, there's there's hope. Um, all the buzzwords. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> you had to get the Superman word. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean, but like just, to, just, just my my brother is like the embodiment of of a hero. Is but, he local? Yeah, he he works at Folsom uh, Fire Department. So is he is he up uh, right now? Or he, he would he was on vacation at the time. So in his mind, unfortunately, he was on vacation, so he didn't get to go. I mean, when he gets back, Wait, but in your mind, fortunately, he yeah, was on vacation. The was like, we're glad he's not up there. But I mean, he's that's like the kind of thing is like when that happens, is like I want to go because I want to make a difference there. So he probably didn't have fun on his vacation because he's thinking about that thing the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he probably had a little bit, but yeah, he's probably like, <laughs> that's like in the back of his head. I could have been back home yeah. doing this thing that I I signed up to do, and I don't get to do it. And that's that's like the way in my I guess that's the way the heroes think. It's like I have my own life, but there's certain events that happen, and like I could be there making a difference, and I'm not there because I'm living my life. And it's I mean, it's fair for them to live their lives, but they don't think about it the same way as to where me i'm like well i'm glad he's not there and i'm glad i don't have to go there and i get to live my life safely in my home with my two kids and my wife just like a normal family but my brother doesn't think that way he's not built that way so that's, that's a really wonderful good. definition you didn't need extra time he was he's on it that was good that was good amy hey are you ready oh uh, well let's go let's go do this. Let's do this. Right. Oh my gosh, Amy. Okay. What 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 does being a hero mean to you? Or what does a hero mean to you? The, well, no, I'm trying to. I'm not trying to start off cliche. Oh, that's that's pregnant. Cliche. Pregnant pause. How pregnant do we need it? Pop I'm it. pregnant with emotion, bro. Calm wait, down. Wait, wait, are you wait? Am I wait what? <laughs> Oh, God, that would have been weird. We're just live on the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just fat. I got that. Oh, no. Okay. 
It's okay, buddy. Good, good job, Steve. That's why. That's why you're my family. It's like two week pregnant. Not no. Come on. I have already had kids, and I don't even get to say what a hero means to me because now we're having pregnant pauses that are becoming more pregnant. Amy, the they've, they've just stated at this Amy. point. What's a hero mean to you? That that's a good thing. So, in heroics aren't in words; they're in deeds. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ooh. That was That was awesome. Like when that. you look. And, and when you go into defining heroes, and I do this fairly regularly, and I think I've said it to everybody at this table at least once, where I've told them, you're my hero. And... Be, sorry. Yes, hero baby. Hero baby. There we I go. I'm a hero. That was more on that one. So, I've said it, and I don't say it without weight. And I don't just go, oh, you're my hero. Oh, you're a lifesaver. Because there's something that's impacted me that's changed the course of my day to help. And when it comes down to it, heroes do not run from a fight, regardless of the standard of it, regardless of the situation of it. They're the people that run towards the fire. They're the people that run towards the car accident. They're the people that stop and go check on their neighbors or go pick up the cat when there's the fire or any situation where... There is a need that is greater than self. They put themselves in the space to protect others. So when we start talking about it, about heroes, we can talk on the global scale. We can talk about the veterans that have been in our life, that have sacrificed, have done things, seen things, experienced things that we will never do. And it's not because of our inability. It's because they've already done it. It doesn't negate our impact on being a local hero or giving of your time so that you can be a hero for someone. Um, you can simply be a hero, like, if you are, and I tell tell my girls, when somebody gets me a glass of water and I'm coughing, they've, even in that moment, even as small of an act that it is, in their deed they have done something beyond themselves that is selfless, that is inspiring hope, that is giving space for something greater. And I think it really comes down to not just who you are as a person, but the impact you have on other people is based in kindness. And it's believing for something more. So. Steve, say something. <laughs> what well, you guys took all the good words. Yeah, all right. So, a hero is a person who dresses up in a leotard, and <laughs> talks in a deep voice, and is on the cover of a magazine. Name? No, I'm kidding. Um, that David Hasselhoff, yeah. Uh, David Hulk Hasselhoff. Or Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah, minus the what racism. About, 80s what about, Hogan. Yeah. What about The Rock and that Baywatch? Just go with The Rock circa 2000. We'll go with that. Um, it's, the, it's the selflessness is what makes a hero. It is, to, and it's a selflessness that anyone can, <clears throat> a step anyone can take. To to quote Mr. Nolan in the third of the Batman films, a hero can be anyone. Anyone has the ability to, to be a hero. And heroic acts are anything from serving as a firefighter in, in a situation where it's like hell on earth. It is taking time out of your day to... Help a person across the street who can't make it on their own. It's getting the glass of water. It's being a, a good parent, a good brother, a good sister. It's taking the extra steps and putting someone else's needs ahead of yours. 
you were just saying of the person who runs into the fire instead of running away and how many times do we see in all the movies we watch about our comic heroes Avengers Infinity War when they first arrive everyone's screaming and running and it's Tony and Doctor Strange and them going the other way it's, it's, it's the, what we always see it's those heroes who while everyone's running they're going toward it they're going toward the danger because they believe that they can help they can make a difference to help all those that need their help and it's 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 that it's that's what it is it's it's you don't matter what matters is everyone else it's that selfless act that makes a hero the city's flying and i have arrows <laughs> hawkeye's a hero none of it makes sense none of it makes sense you guys are pretty good at this. I, I was. <laughs> no, we should also put in things. Three or four moments. Oh goodness! Here we go. There it is. There it is. Do it. Do it. That's all I got. Oh, got it. Okay. I thought you were gonna say four thousand six hundred minutes. Not going rent. I can be a hero, baby. Anyway, seen rent. So, um, the the thing. We haven't seen rent. I've not. Oh dear. It's pretty good. Um, the the problem with the word the word hero is to some people it's uh, a sacred term and to other people it can be used willy-nilly and, and it, the, the problem is who thinks they're right um in my in my opinion um hero is is it can be about sacrifice it can be about selflessness it can be about all the things that we all said but um I think especially in the context of why I need heroes is um, is inspiration. Um, the 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 one buzzword that none of you stole. Um, we that, left it for you. I purpose. know a hero will inspire. Uh, a hero will inspire others um, to do to do better in you know in even the 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 smallest way. Um, that <clears throat> whoo, excuse me. That cookie, um, yeah, that cookie. Um, and so, and, and like I said, it's sometimes the the problem is the 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 way people have a sliding scale of what heroes should and shouldn't be. You know, it's 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 not a it's I don't like it as a blanket term. You know, I, I don't like when people refer to an entire group as heroes just because of something that they do uh, for a job or for another thing. It, it needs to be the individual acts. Um, you know, like it, it. Can I just start quoting Joss Whedon slash Nathan Fillion? Everyone's a hero in their own way. Yeah, it's a solid one. Um, I think it's just like Captain it, Hammer. Yeah, Captain. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Hammer was a real, a real hero. So, but let's hop right into it. it. Um, in in your in in your experience and in, in your opinions, how do heroes, how do they parallel our life philosophies? Like what? What is it about a hero that you looked for in yourself? Whether it's you know it's military firefighter, you know I know we we have a lot of military presence and and familial connections at this table. And for me, I mean, it's not my personal life philosophies. In some ways, line up with you know real life heroes but in a lot of ways like I, I find myself more more critical than others when it comes to a lot of what people consider everyday heroes which is why i look to stuff like comic books even though i know they'll never actually be they'll never be a superman they'll never be an iron man i have i have hopes that 
that that uh, a person who creates a character like that and, and is so inspired to create a character like that 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 character might eventually manifest in the world just if we hope enough and we think enough that maybe that person will exist um and i feel like that's kind of the the problem i have sometimes finding the parallel uh in my own li life philosophies with, with heroes it's I don't know. I can't say that I would, you know, run into a fire, but I also, I, I don't know. In the moment, who knows what's going to happen? So I feel like it's, it's hard to say that I will hardline be a hero or not be a hero, which is kind of the, the, the issue I take with, with the word hero. Um, well, I think Can I ask a question? Yes. Both of you. You had points. Well, I, I had a question, actually, <laughs> yes. for you. You have siblings? I have, uh, yes, I have an older sister and older brother. Okay. Did you ever, if one of them got hurt or had a situation happen, did you go to them? It doesn't have to be like a big one, but I'm the older, the older sister and my brother who will, who will be mad at me for this, but he's not watching. Um, he crashed his bike in the cul-de-sac when he was 12. And this sounds really dumb. Yeah. Um, but he broke both of his front teeth mm. and he skinned up half of his face mm -hmm. um, Ooh, and he messed, he messed himself up bad. And I remember being all the way down the cul-de-sac and all I did was hear him cry and I ran to him, picked him up because apparently that's how I roll. Mm -hmm. And I ran him back to the house and put him in the car before I went and got my parents. Mind you, he's like three, two, two, three years younger than me. Right. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm no, because I'm, I'm your little brother. I'm my my sister was older than me. My brother is older than me. Um, in my experience, I always saw them as the 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 heroes of sorts. Like my my sister is the one who, when I was eighteen and broke my ankle, she's the one that came and you know and drove me all the way to the hospital, and she was the one who would you know pick me up when I fell down, even though I was four times the size of her. Um, that being said, I've, it's like I've never really had that opportunity to do so. It, it's I don't know. I, I I I would imagine that I would. I would hope that I would, but I can't say with one hundred percent assurance. So TBD. TBD. Madison, what was your point? <laughs> was I think the every person you've already said every person kind of has their own idea about a hero, but the 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 word has such a broad application that it can have and potentially should have there like there's going to be people that everybody looks to and says that person is a hero the things that they've done i mean at veterans day we talk about how um the men and women that have that sacrificed to go overseas and do these things that we don't do we we call them heroes not somebody we all look to but um the point amy made was that we all have moments where we do get to embody what a hero is um and it, it may look a little different for everybody. Um, and to kind of answer the question you were getting at, I think just going to the to the comic books and um, maybe getting a little bit, I don't know if you guys remember the text conversation we had that inspired this. And um, we were talking about um, how writers um, use the different characters and stuff to, to convey messages about that parallel what happening, what's happening in the real world. And one of the, one of the problems I have with the culture that we live in um, is that it feels like um, the majority of people are very selfish and self-centered. And um, that is often portrayed very well 
um, in a lot of our comics with a lot of just the, the characters that are there, except for the heroes that are, are being emphasized. And those people tend to, um, in, in any book, there's always like, this is the, the characteristic that this hero embodies. Um, and each of them, even though like Superman is hope, Wonder Woman is love, Batman is justice, just to go with the, the trilogy, being a DC guy, mainly. <clears throat> we can't um, tell by your shirt. Yeah. Um, that they all still um, show selflessness and um, emphasize that there is a greater need than themselves that they can contribute to. And when I read those and look into that, um, that inspires me to to try to embody that and i like there's ways that i can do that at my work there's ways that i can do that um at the the church that i go to or the community community that i live in and it may never be anything that is big and splashy that will end up in a newspaper and will get me on a stage with a medal and that's not why i do it either it's it's to try to contribute to the greater good and i think that's something that all of our heroes um in the comic books that we read they emphasize that very well, and we can translate that um, both as personal application um, in the real world, and hopefully that inspires others to do to do the same uh, as well. We have different cultures, and back in history, they use these theological beings to be the the bar as to what you try to achieve. Every religion has their figure that this is the one that you try to emulate and follow in that one's footsteps. Jesus, uh, Muhammad, what have you. Um, there's mytholo mythological char characters from Roman and Greek times. For our culture, being a place where it's so open to different types of religions and non-religions and non-religious non beliefs, we have the comic book heroes. And why I think these heroes, these figures connect so well is because for the most part, a lot of them tend to be people, everyday people you see around town. You have these humans that just have these incredible abilities. You have a Steve Rogers, you have a Tony Stark, you have Bruce Wayne. And they, I think when you have those figures, they set the bar to what a society tries to be. Of course not everyone is ever going to be like that it's too difficult to actually be bruce wayne to be steve rogers but it's the attempt to try to reach that level that keeps the society progressing that keeps us hoping to be that good we'll never be as perfect as that and even these characters we've seen time and time again not perfect which is why we love them so much makes them relatable and yet at the same time inspires us to do the right thing because it, it, it's a, it's what it's it's a need to be that selfless person to help your society it's a chance of being a part of something it, it's a chance of reminding yourself that you're connected when we get down to our life philosophies because i was the one that was how does it parallel our life philosophies and what we believe in the inspiration is exactly that. We all want to make a mark. And in comic books, it's easier for us to 
give space for our imagination for these people who are larger than life because when we start stamping people who do remarkable things in real life we feel inadequate we can't like running into a burning building i will never i know in dealing with my job when i was a lifeguard and being in alaska there were car accidents where it was me and a medic and an off-duty police officer and nurses and you're there stabilizing somebody and i'm not a hero but my community is what i was there to serve and i know i won't be running into a building but i'll be outside covering and giving support where i can because my heart is in helping the people around me and when we start tacking on the word hero to people that are l real life it it feels fantasy it feels like it's something that we will never attain and so comic book heroes give us the space to believe that if one man can save the world from a nuclear attack by throwing by going out into space and stopping it and taking the blast if one woman can stop a fictitious god and and stop a war if if one one man can be frozen for an insane insane amount of years and come back and inspire and lead and people willingly follow then maybe there's a chance for us. And I'd like to also point out in the chat that um, a lot of people have already told you, Barry, that mm. you, people naturally gravitate to you. And it's an aspect people look for in leaders. You don't have to stamp yourself a hero to be one. Other people do it for you. I don't like this is turning about me. And no, because you, because you know what? Triple stamp or double stamp? You can't triple stamp or double stamp. I'm not trying to point you out, but it's <clears throat> it's part of understanding that your impact is worthy of the community around you, and it's for everybody. Yeah, Amy can tell you right now. I feel the gravity pulling me. I'm literally getting. Is pushed. that a size joke? Is that because I'm giant? Is that? It's so gigante. It's two fat jokes in one night. Yeah, I don't <laughs> need to do that. We got to get a skinny joke for the guy at the end, so uh, it works even better. Hey, hey twig! Yeah, uh, you, you, uh, you emaciated uh, skeleton uh, of a human. Broken skull. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is your stomach acid like, eating away your internal organs at this it. point because there's no fat reserves left? <laughs> yeah, that was a science cut down. <laughs> okay. Are you so, okay? Are you living? <laughs> do you need me to make some chicken soup for you? We got him. Yeah. We got him crying. We got him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get emotions, but we made him angry. So, can I actually bring up the next part? Because you this okay? was, did you just? Okay, somebody's not going to tell us what else behind him. So I would totally <laughs> love. I would totally love to because I'm the the next. I'm the next phrase off this because you asked me about this. So I'm going to lead this yeah. section of the discussion so Ooh. you get the time to breathe. So I also brought up when we talked about time? no, no. <laughs> okay, suddenly I am no Lamaze breathing, bro. Come on, get it deep, feel it, open your lungs. Um, when you asked about what do I think about when we talk about believing in our heroes, I brought up sometimes how how do they look? They're aesthetic is them finding them more attractive does that change how they impact us does somebody have to be pretty for you to connect better with them or like one of my favorite lines from tony shalhoub in the uh marvelous miss Maisel was that to create a bigger impact you have to be a little bit ugly and it's ridiculous <laughs> but his daughter's like even the women, and he's like, especially the women, you have to be kind of ugly to have importance for people to take you seriously, for you to make an impact that matters. That monk. 
And that, but I thought it was just this great and weird space to go. If someone's too pretty, are you going to take them seriously? Right. So when it comes to our superheroines, do they have to be ultra pretty and kick butt, or do they have to be a little bit ugly for you to connect better with them? I think that's why I dislike Superman so much, and why I like Frank Quietly Superman so much, because Frank Quietly Superman isn't quite as pristine and perfect, because that's something just kind of off putting. About like the the perfect square jawed hero who lands, and I'm like, uh, super early. Yeah, I got, I, 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 you got to have something wrong with you for me to 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 believe mm-hmm. that you're pers- the all star Superman. Yes, the one that yeah. we lo- all of us yeah. connect right. with. One of the, that's yeah, one of the best. That's best the one where we go. We love the Grand Clark. Wilson. That's yeah. why we love our Clark Kent, and why yeah. we mm-hmm. we can't really stand Superman. Right, which is why I think again, which is why um, we connect with with Tom King and with Heroes in Crisis because we we see that Superman he always just switches back and forth between Clark Kent and Superman, Clark Kent and Superman. And now it's now he has this like issue of am I more Clark Kent? Am I more Superman? Like he has this like almost like multiple personality kind mm-hmm. of disassociation and he doesn't he's not sure who he's supposed to be because he puts so much work into being not perfect as Clark Kent and he's so perfect as Superman. Um, it's it's nice to see him having that. No, it's not nice to see him having a personal, um, a personal uh, crisis. Well, no, it, but it is. It's it's nice because Tom King is doing what everyone before always complained about Superman that he was too perfect and you can't do an emotional story about him. Tom King right now is giving you an emotional story about Superman, a a a an unperfect moment he's having where he's battling over who he is and. For years, there's always been these complaints of, and rightfully so, that the Superman story wouldn't be intriguing because he's too good. He's too perfect. You can't get too deep with him. And Tom King right now, I still think they touched on it pretty well in Man of Steel, the film, about making him feel like he's imperfect. But Tom King is giving you what people have said can't be done about Superman, and he's succeeding at it. I mean, he's kind of doing it with everybody, mm-hmm. and that's me just yeah. finishing the first, the first issue. He's literally digging up he's turning over the dirt to give the space for them to be human which suddenly makes us connect even more with these characters that Mm -hmm. are larger than life um and you know especially when we talk about female superheroes um there's a lot of i'm not i will never say that a female superhero is ugly ever they they are varying degrees of being drawn where I appreciate them more, depends, I appreciate it, it depends, them is, less. Is Frank Cho drawing them and he's like, their butt must be Spider- perfect. perfect. S- or is it Milo uh, Milo Morano who's like, their body will have no physics, <laughs> but their butt will be huge. I don't know why he has that accent. <laughs> they know each other. They know each other. <laughs> Same block. Yeah, Same yeah. block. Yeah, but, Frank Cho and Ma- Milo Morano, Italian and, and Japanese, but you know. Well, no, then, you nailed it. And then we can look at, you know what, the perfect, one of, one of my favorite, favorite characters, we can talk Barbara Gordon. We can talk that her prior to Killing Joke mm. and after Killing Joke, how her aesthetic changed. She was never ugly to begin with. She was kind of normal. She was normal, which made her, to some people, seem almost plain Jane. But to me and to me learning and connecting with the character, she was more human. And it's the same thing with Clark Ten- the Clark Kent to Superman scenario. As... Batgirl, she's she's angles and she's stunning and she fits in the suit and is an oracle. She's beyond 
the she is literally beyond the physical. Right. She is everything that we need to support and create and to drive a team. You, you don't see any anybody making pinups of Oracle. I don't. Even like even Spider the Spider Woman the Frank Cho Spider Woman it, it wrecked me because she's a mom. Yeah. Like I understand she's a woman, but also, come on, dude. Yeah. Like seriously, there's. He's, he's a pizza pinup artist. That's, yeah, that's that's his, that's, his, that's his wheelhouse. Cheesecake. He's not even pinup. Yeah. I don't know if pinup has gravity. Since, <laughs> since yeah, there's since a pun for you. I got you. Being with, with with the show, I don't know if I've ever looked toward the physiques or the looks of a character for me to like them. I think the only thing I've ever noticed is if if the character is human, like no superpowers, then I need to have a character who hits the gym once in a while. Mm. Like I I can't believe Matt Murdock as daredevil if he is if he looks like he's never been in a boxing ring or never been in the gym like and if it's a human character bruce wayne um bruce wayne matt murdoch frank castle selena kyle to me they have to and i don't mean they have to be like they're in the bodybuilding competitions in vegas every year i don't they don't need to be at the most peak physical condition but I need them to look as if. But to you, the 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 the, the look of physical strength yes. lends itself to the the, the the title of hero. The, yeah, depending on what that hero's you know what their what, what their, their role what their role is. Like Tony Stark, I don't need him to be the most built because Tony Stark is a genius who has his suit. But right. he still also hits the gym. Once he does, in a while. and even he hits the gym once in a while. But I don't need him to be Matt Murdock hit the gym. I don't need him to be. Steve Rogers, Frank physique. Castle. I think, but again, it comes back to your, your in in that regard. The hero would have to have a design, and will have to have physical, like would have to engage in physical combat a bit because again, you're fighting bad guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, then this also brings up the issue, and this is um, why I want to ask: Depending of faith. You, yeah. Well, of faith. Mm-hmm. And she's and Ruru brought up that you want them or you need them to look like can, they can run up a twenty story building and not right. get winded, mm-hmm. and. Unless, of course, they're the superpower type, but they can just which which is with, themselves, which, which which faith is with yeah. faith can, mm-hmm. and so it comes down to like even when you look at start looking at the the great like the Avengers, mm. you've got some of the the same the same thing, and where again we're talking about does their physical aesthetic make their impact greater? Are you more apt to believe that they can can do something great, or like the Blob, they have to be a villain? No, well, like, see, but I guess well, there, there, the physical is is weight, because I'm I I'm I gravitate towards, and I don't know what this says about me, but my two favorite comic book characters of all time are Swamp Thing and Spawn. Mm-hmm. So you have two who have physically muscular bodies, but have hideously deformed uh, faces. Uh, Spawn being, you know, a, a Hell Spawn that basically makes Deadpool look like a, a Sunday morning special, and then. Um, I don't know what a Sunday morning special is. Made that up, and then Swamp Thing, who's got you know a strange cone thing of great twigs, great yeah, a great looking beak, um, and it, so it's like for whatever reason, like I gravitate towards two of the ugliest characters in, in the comic universe. Well, two. What of, does that say about me? Uh, two, two of the uh, the Batman, comparing the ones that I think fit the role better. No. Christian Bale, Batman Begins, mm. perfect Bruce Wayne, Val Kilmer, the one moment he's shirtless oh. in Batman Forever. I do not believe that man could fight any crime mm. on the streets at all. And he's even there's even a moment. It's when he's yelling at Dick Grace and Chris O'Donnell, and the way he stands, it's like he's puffing out his chest. And I'm like, Val, you should have handled that before you started filming the movie because it's not working right now. It just looks like you're trying to stick out your chest and never worked out. 
He's better as Doc Holliday than he was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He'll be your Huckleberry all day. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Manderson. I, I, I didn't mean to stare at you as I said yeah. that line. I Yeah, <laughs> Huckleberry. <laughs> Oh, you're my size again. Yeah, there you go. We That's, need to make yeah. This is a skinny joke. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, guess so. My my, my abusive emaciation comment. Um, yeah. Well, Manderson, how how do you want to weigh on this? Because we know. I mean, we're fully we're well aware that Soups is your boy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd say top two Superman and Wonder Woman, but like I I started getting into Superman with the George Reeves uh, George Reeves oh, Superman nice. show way back. I mean, it was, da, 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 da. Um, it was so like my, my concept of, of Superman wasn't that he was necessarily like this perfectly handsome and muscular man. It was just somebody who was doing these adventures and standing up for what was right. Mm-hmm. And as it grew, it was just like Superman was my favorite because of that. And the more that I read um, during my teenage years, it was like he's super powerful. So he could do all these crazy things, fight Doomsday, fight Periax, fight all these really big guys. And now... Um, with um, Heroes in Crisis and uh, Bendis taken over, and even with um, was it Tomasi who was writing Superman before? Um, they they humanized uh, super, not, not just the Clark Kent side of it, but the the Superman side as well, um, to a point where the look of Superman, like how good looking he is and how muscular he is, doesn't really matter to me. It, it came down to his character, and I think. Like now, if it was still the way Superman was being written in the early 2000s and late 90s, I probably wouldn't be interested quite as much. Um, so physically, and I mean, Wonder Woman is 6'1 and like the most attractive person in the DC Universe potentially. But that, again, doesn't matter. It's more of what she embodied. And Some of us love Selena a little more to say. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, as a hardcore Diana fan, I can tell you that she has shifted size a plethora of times, yeah. as well as aesthetic. Yeah, and know, like I mean, even the plethora is. Yes, I know what the plethora oh. is. Huh. Uh, Would you say the yes. plethora blues? Um, <laughs> so, well, I mean, those two characters tend to have a, a very attractive aesthetic when they're drawn by most artists, um, but I don't think that necessarily um, is what keeps me going. I think some of my favorite. Superman and Wonder Woman stories are probably where they're drawn in a way that I don't necessarily find aesthetically pleasing the way that they're drawn like the um, the Earth One Wonder Woman series for instance I don't like the way that that okay. artist draws Wonder Woman but the stories are um, they're different and they're interesting and I, I, I enjoy them um, a lot and not and the, the, the artistry doesn't take necessarily take away from that either though so um, you, you know who who I think is who does justice but without making him seen is uh darwin uh darwin cook yeah um rest in peace but um with the way he would draw the characters it's like the only way you knew someone was necessarily like muscular is they got a little bit of the the, the upside down triangle definition. but other than that like their arms are pretty much just like arm like not like shoulders <clears throat> shoulders not like are Popeye. you always flexing yeah it's just <laughs> like it's just like arm and and like batman is just Arm. arm and I, I think it's i think when you look at all them like so, well, they're all standing side by side you're like okay you kind of got broad shoulders but other than that like that's it yeah and i think it's uh, it well like the, the 1940s style. superman cartoons yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah, that, that's yeah. That, and that, that's why darwin that's why darwin drew yeah um his were also the happiest characters when you yeah, got to see them like were. they always made me happy yeah. literally <laughs> i think it's it's part of this i mean i know 
I I know plenty of people who in real life don't have six packs and and definition and they can still you know run fast and lift heavy and i know a lot of times when it comes to like superheroes and they have the superpowers their metabolism and everything somehow ties into it you know like wolverine his regenerative abilities make him super muscular and superman is just super buff because of the sun and everyone else steve steven yeah so yeah they got the super soldier serum so it's almost like they never need to work out sort of but some of them still do um but i think it's it's it, I don't know. It's it's almost like that. Is that the right type of inspiration, like to see the someone just said the life field, like yeah, like the nineties just sh- shredded giant buff, like wouldn't be able to get through a doorway. Characters <laughs> doesn't have to like, break the door. Exactly. Is that is that inspirational or like is it? I, I, is it alarming? Exactly. Like I I mean, do do we want to be inspired by the guys that would come in with? You know they're holding three m16s and they have a, a bazooka and a, a laser coming off their eyeball and they've got grenades all over the place and 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 fanny packs and yes three m16s that's how long their fingers are they're just they're two two hands holding two m16s or is it the anyway no. and it's like do you want to be in, do you want to be inspired by that or do you want to be inspired things i can hold do you want to be inspired more so by the yeah. the yeah by the by the the Morality. You know, defined but not gigantic Captain America punching out Hitler, you know, also going after very racistly drawn Japanese people, but the, the, it was different the 40s. Time. Different the time. 40s. Um, World War II. Yeah. Chat pointed out something very particular. That uh, yeah. cook humanized superheroes aesthetically to help people connect. Thank you for the physicality side of it. I think it's kind of an interesting aspect. Um, so many punches. Because, <laughs> well, if, I mean, look at me compared to Steve's over there. Uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm skinny, and Steve's uh, Steve's has got he's got a few more muscles than me. Just no, you have you have the same amount. He's just bigger. Oh yeah, that's that's more accurate. <laughs> yeah. But but Matthew. that being said, I like I've generally been in pretty good shape most of my life, um, and because I have a fast metabolism, I could get by just like kind of like oh maybe we'll go for a run once a month and I'll be fine. And generally, I'm fine. But I'm well, you're a I, lucky and, booger, and that's what I like about the current the CW shows right now: Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell. The way they are it's attainable physically is attainable, and it makes sense for who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry Allen is the Flash. He doesn't need to be huge, ripped muscular. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have to be. Right. He's already got that in him. Oliver Queen is a human. He's just a regular guy. He needs to be constantly working out, constantly built, because the hits he takes needs to be able to balance out to what he gives out. So yeah. that make that they do a good job in that. How they match what they are. Does Thanksgiving yeah. get you fat? No, you just <laughs> uh, Well, I mean, the the point I was going to make was there's That's a good question. with I mean, again, the way our culture is going and just the obesity rate. I feel like some of that, like these characters, have inspired me. Like, you know what? I probably need to go and work out more. And it's not because I want to be like super ripped and tearing out of a large size shirt as opposed to an extra to small. Um, That's what I'm trying to get. To. I I want to be in shape. And be able to pick up my kids so that I can I can like when I go home get home from work and my kids are still up I can pick each one up in one arm mm-hmm. and wrestle with both of them and they're not that heavy but still I can do that <laughs> and in forty years I'm still alive and healthy for them um, for and, and 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 watching mm-hmm. these Marvel movies and DC shows and reading these comics has kind of inspired me to like I actually should probably work out yeah. Oh, yeah. not so that I could be 
Batman or the Green Arrow or anything like that, but so I can be around for my kids so that I can be, I guess, that hero for them, I guess. That's the thing. That's exactly what I'm my mentality is because I know my two monsters at home are going to be active and crazy and never stop running, Damn and right. I want to be able to keep up with them. So that's, I, mean, I feel with you on that one as well. Okay. I want to be able to pick up my boys up at 60. Yep, my da- I mean, my dad always was able to. My dad still plays soccer four, day, four days a week. Now your dad's just showing off he now. Can, he can still kick my butt at soccer, and he is over 60 years old. Tell, tell your dad to so, stop showing off. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess I'm not sorry. I'll let him know. Anyway. Leader of the Madison clan. So, so I, like, I like this one. Um, what about their, what about the heroes? Like, so in any, like your, your favorite heroes, what about their stance and beliefs? What does that say about us? as people amy you're ready to go i'm ready to go because last night the dame patrol we did our first episode and <gasps> we talked about the dame patrol the dame patrol you get to meet him next week um we talked about it was our hard eyes episode and it was two characters we picked that made such an impact on us and why we like why they're our favorite and it became this really great introspective look at what how they reach and touch us it like what were we parallel and so um None of us got to do this, but I'm bringing up Wonder Woman because she's one of my favorites. And I did not bring her up. Um, and I'll save the other two because the other two will go, oh, shoot, I see that in her now. Um, Wonder Woman's compassion and her heart. Um, she is, if you go with the movie, she is love. Who she, who she is has always been about everyone else. And I have consistently been the person that thinks of everybody else first not because i want to get accolades or i want to be your best friend it's because i see other people's needs and go they matter just as much as me and they deserve to be recognized where they're at and i want to extend that hence why i have cookies it sounds really dorky but i'm able to give you guys additional comfort from my mom's face (laughs) and I feel I have purpose that I'm not just here and I'm, but I'm not being taken advantage of as well. And Diana is constantly, 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 even if we talk in 52, she's constantly putting herself out there to protect other people because the needs of the many are greater than the needs of the few. And the needs of the one. Hit it, Mandy. Nice. Hit it, which, Mandy. Which is, which is interesting because it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because a lot of like a lot of times like the selfishness that we have in our culture is a very Western ideal as opposed mm-hmm. to very like a very Eastern ideal is very much about like the, the whole community, like everyone pulling everyone up, which is why a lot of people say like when you go to Japan, it's so clean and so efficient and but, but also is some people feel like they're lacking in that individuality that it's, it's like that balance that, yeah. that we, we don't have. We're, we're too far on the other side. We're all about our individuals so much so where like well you know people are like oh just leave me alone like I'm, I'm gonna say this because the i believe the flag is used inappropriately but don't tread on me they're all about me 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 like they don't want to help and obviously like whether or not how you feel about your tax money being used is not here nor there but the people who just want to be completely independent they want no type of governing organization at all so much so to the independent it's it's an extreme. It's too Ron's too much. Side. Too much about yeah about, about themselves and their immediate unit as opposed to helping out someone around them. You know, because I'm gonna be honest, I can't pave a road, what? so uh, I I kind of need someone who can pave a road. Thus, I need to be in a community. Thus, I need to support other people in that community. Thanks, Ron Swanson. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I think I think when the first off, the Wonder Woman beautiful. Um, 
I think the the characters that I tend to gravitate towards do kind of say a lot about me. Like, I I love Captain America, and everyone's like, oh, Captain America, like truth, justice, the American way. I know <laughs> Superman tends to say, yeah, but he he's the I I have this save on my phone because I, I save it every time I see it, so it's in my yes, phone get, dozens get, of times. But um, I'm loyal to nothing except the dream. Uh, is yep. is a line that's not even from a Captain America comic, but Captain America says it's in Daredevil. Um, but it's so important for that to say, like the, the a lot of people like to say that, that Captain America is a propaganda piece, and of course he was during World War II, and he could be seen as a propaganda piece easily in during any time period because it depends who's writing him and how they're writing him. Um, but I I love the fact that Captain America isn't Captain America is never a mindless servant. Captain America, he's he he's a soldier. But he doesn't go blindly in without recognizing the greater mm-hmm. situation. He's tactical. He's intelligent. But he, he questions. Not, not questions authority in a disrespectful manner. But he still questions. He, he gave up the shield um, when, when he saw that the government had been infiltrated by uh, the Serpent Society. And that, of course, tied in heavily with the, with the, the Watergate scandal. Um, so, of course... Keep politics out of comics. Sure. Um, <laughs> we talked about that on crossover too. Nice. Um, but I, I think the I, I gravitate towards towards Captain America because it's not this blind it's not this blind service. It's it's I find myself sometimes um, on the middle ground because I have you know we have super super patriotic on one side and then people who aren't so um, patriotic on the other and it's 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 tough because they're both. The points they're making, like there's there's a point of, of pride and 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 pride in in our in our soldiers and in our people and in our firefighters and our police, but that doesn't mean you can't recognize the issues within all of those organizations. You know, you can't. It's you 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 can say that you respect and and appreciate what police do and that you want to be able to call them in the case of emergency and still question those that use their their ability or their ability and their their weaponry and their position of power to to abuse and to hurt others and the same could be said for for I mean it's not as common in fire departments because they're not really doing the same thing but there's still there there could be corruption in any level and same with the with the military I, I mean I know today is is Veterans Day and and it's a lot of times like. When you get together that many people, you know, they're, they're not going to be a perfect organization full of wholesome people. There, there are people who become police officers and become soldiers because they want to do bad things. Not, I'm not saying all of them. I'm not even saying it's a large number of them. I don't even know what the numbers are. I don't know how many people go in there just because they want to be able to use a gun to kill people. I know a lot of people that go in because they want to do a lot of good. Some people go in because they don't have any other opportunities or because it's something they're good at. Like, There's a lot of reasons to do it. And I think that's part of my issue sometimes with throwing the word hero around. Um, and so, I, I, like I said, I gravitate towards Captain America and that he, you know, he, he recognizes when when soldiers are misused. You know, like in uh, um, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, um, not Ta-Nehisi Coates, yeah, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Recent one. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's right in the current one. Mm-hmm. When, um, oh, what's the dude's, what's the, what's the guy's name? He's got the American flag printed on his face. Oh, um, oh. Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'm completely forgetting. Um, he's he's like a classic Captain America villain, and he's one of those guys where he's he's a soldier that is that is used and and misused and abused, and Cap sees that, and Cap isn't just see him as you know some a villain to be beaten down, but he also doesn't see him as this this perfect um thing that needs to be loved and cared for because it's you know because he's a soldier. It's it's not that. It's that he's a a human being who other human beings are using for the the wrong mm-hmm. purpose. Um, and so that he recognizes that. And so I think that's part of the big thing that 
for me, why like, I, I gravitate towards towards Cap and the characters that that don't question authority in, a, in and sometimes in a disrespectful manner because it's not they're not deserving of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I, I also like I said go towards Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing is Swamp Thing is he's a very he's got a very particular goal. Initially, it's very selfish. It's trying to get back to who he is and trying to figure out what he is. Um, and then it turns more towards protecting those around him and 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 you can see his his ecosystem really grow it goes from trying to figure himself out to trying to save the people he knows to trying to save the community and 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 fight the evil around it and then it goes to saving the whole world because of all the things we're doing to it and then going beyond that as he becomes the avatar for the whole planet um and i think that again kind of shows the the in in a, in a weird way like the like the environmentalism side of it like protecting the we only got you know one chance here and and that's not that the planet is dying the planet's gonna be fine we die. we we yeah if we wipe out all this vegetation the planet's gonna be like all right cool i'll figure something else it'll out. figure it out in about ten thousand years yeah it'll just cycle it through exactly. again but we won't be here anymore bingo life finds a way yeah well, there he is yeah, the planet is gonna find a way we won't we won't um so i i i i, I, I kind of gravitate towards towards that uh as well and i think that kind of says what i kind of think what about uh Take two. What I kind of think what a hero can and should be. You mean that humans need community? Yeah. Because uh, it's pinned and I wrote it? <laughs> continuing with Captain America. It's what the post that I we 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 put up earlier today. Well, we yeah. agreed on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you take, we take all take we the credit. You wrote it. Patriotism and nationalism. Yes. Okay. Patriotic is you love your country. You love it to death, but you will critique it when it needs to be critiqued. And you're most likely critiquing the government that runs it. Nationalism means you love the country and the government that's running it at that time because it aligns with what you believe. Captain America is a patriot, not a nationalist. Mm. He wears the red, white, and blue. He bleeds for the dream of the United States. But when it's doing something wrong, when the government is using that symbol in a negative way... He will stand against it. He lo- he loves the country despite what it can do, exactly. as opposed to loving what the country does. Exactly, one hundred percent of the time. So it, it's it's patriotism. The right way is the good thing. It's the nationalism that people tend to think they're the patriotic ones. And I'm telling you, today the nationalists who are out there wearing red, white, and blue and saying they love America and what have you, Cap would not be siding with them because they're just blinded by their nationalistic idea, not the patriotism they're supposed to have. And it's it with the the ideal the ideals of a hero. It's always that constant fight to doing what is right, what is good, what it needs to, what helps society. And you, along with with corrupt police, corrupt officials, Batman, my favorite of all time. That guy is fighting cops and government officials about as often as he says he's fighting gangs and criminal organizations, because, in the eye of Bruce Wayne, in in, in his mind. Evil exists on both sides. It's in the gangs. It's in the organized crime. It's in the cops. It's in the criminal official, the the government officials. He finds the people he can trust. James Gordon, Bullock, um, not Ramirez. Ramirez was Dark Knight. There was the other one, Montoya, in the cartoons. Montoya. He finds those that are within the organization that are still good and still true to it, and along with them helps to clean it out. It's that hashtag I've always used when I share a story about bad cops. I've always said, defend the good, denounce the bad. You can defend the good. You can believe in the good cops that are there and also want to root out the bad that exists. Because if you keep the bad that's in 
that law enforcement agency, that bad will cause enough evil to happen that hurts the good. So you should want to defend the good, denounce the bad, not just go blank and say, no, all it's good. All, and there's, like you just said, there's no organization that is completely perfect, that's completely good. They're human. Humans are flawed. Power They're, corrupts. Power corrupts. There are bad people. We're not. There's bad people out there on either side, and you have to root that out. And that's what Cap, Cap, and Bruce, and all of our heroes. It's never been these guys are always the good ones. It's where are the good, and we defend that. Well, I think it also go back to like humans needing community isn't just about the brotherhood. It's about the balance. Mm -hmm. It's it's cap and you plant your tree by the by the river of truth by the river of truth and you say no you, you move. move and that is move. that is every every single time there is change that needs to be affected it is it's planting, tony it's telling planting the house yourself. committee to kiss his ass when he's just you know just you know just right there <laughs> but it but it is yeah. but anthony. in, in <laughs> anthony it's Community is community supporting and acknowledging that every that everyone is human, everyone mm -hmm. is flawed, but not giving up on the community mm -hmm. and not letting it be subjected to the utter termination of all the good. You want my suit? You can't have it. Take. Good line. Did you all a big favor? <laughs> Privatize world peace. <laughs> Privatizing world peace. Give him a chance to quote Sidney Stark, and he's going to jump right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm even wearing the arc. I'm wearing the arc. That's why I went with the truth. I went with the truth. Thank I went you. with Peggy. I went with you know. That's her in in the MCU. Let me that do annoyed Tony. Hold on, annoyed Tony. There you go. Civil War annoyed Tony. There we go. The oh, package Tony. for Tony Stank. This is it. Yeah, this is Tony oh, Stank. Thank you for that. Oh. This is Tony, Tony Stank. Stank. Thank you for that. Oh. Uh, I've been thinking on the on the question a little bit, and I've landed on two heroes. Mm. Um, Did the, they superhero land? Superhero pose. The first is going to be um, probably, obviously, Superman. No. What? Um, shocking. I know. So shocking. Get out. Crypto? Is it crypto or is it Superman? <laughs> no, I mean, it's going to be Superman. Okay. And, I'm just and the main thing um, with that is, I like, I see him in a lot of places. He's like that rock that kind of holds firm when everything else is falling apart around him. Um, and I tend to have a very even kill, keeled personality um, and an ability to kind of maintain steadiness in crazy situations what you do yeah what? Um, and so so i like i see myself um grabbing onto that and when things are crazy and things are falling apart in other people's lives or even maybe in my own um i i find myself grabbing onto that somebody needs to be the rock i will have my chance to fall apart but somebody needs to be the rock um and it's and that's not to say that's not always a healthy thing on my end but that's something that i've grabbed onto um from that character um it has afforded me the opportunity to to help walk through dark um, times in friends lives and even um, people that wouldn't call me friend um, be there to hear their stories and and give them advice and, and words of hope um, and love in those situations um, but i guess as heroes in crisis shows it also leaves me vulnerable in certain places um, the other one is, um, we've already talked about Captain America, but Captain America, and it's because, it's not because of something that I naturally align with him on, but it's something that he actually inspires from me. Um, because of that even keeledness, 
that oftentimes means that when things maybe aren't going the way that they should, um, they're going in the wrong direction, I will just because I'm like, well, it's not my place. I'll just be there for people when things fall apart, but I'm not going to, to rock the boat anymore um, and not stand up for what needs to be stood up for. That that quote um, from, it's originally from the Civil War storyline, right? From and it was an Italian. Straczynski. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, where he says that you must plant your tree next to the, the river of truth and say, no, you move. Has when, when I see things that I don't think are right, that pops into my head and like, is this that moment where I have to do that? Or does does this matter that much? And it's made me, in certain cases, contrary to my personality, which is generally very quiet and um, introverted, um, stand up and say, no, this is not the way this should be. Here's why this is wrong. And so, I mean, the question was, what was it say about us? I think this one is, has more taught me and inspired me to be something greater than myself, um, to, 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 step outside my comfort zone to make a, a positive impact and the little sphere of influence that i have whether it's in my community or at work or wherever i am um and for those of you who have worked where i work knows that somebody has to stand up for what's right sometimes true. Mm -hmm. so i can do this all day i think it's a good point to uh yeah. bring up this quote and then and then wrap it up yeah. um from our man our man stan stan the manly um I used to be embarrassed because I was just a comic book writer while other people were building bridges or going on to medical careers. And then I began to realize entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they might go off the deep end. I feel that if you're able to entertain people, you're doing a good thing. And we right. hope we've been able to entertain you in this deep conversation on an emotional day. Probably, I feel like there's going to be a part two to this. I, we, we there, didn't even get to half the yeah. things. And it's it's... It's it's heavy. It's heavy. It's she's so heavy. Why don't Beatles? So, um, the rock, like the rockin' world go round. Um, <laughs> so I have a, I have a, a quote. I'm gonna take us out on again. This one's written by Stanley. But first, uh, we need to go over a couple things of business, like the fact that we are sponsored by Beard Bomb Brush and Empire's Comics Vault. Uh, you can go to beardbombbrush.com. Uh, use the code Capeless get fifteen percent off your purchase. Uh, we just did. We got some new beard bomb brushes. Manderson forgot mine. Oh, um, I love my but beard it feels at home. So good on my face. I'm all about. You used it. Uh, you used my tree beard. Whom 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 I'm all about. Dude, I I, my, I have worked beard. the beard bomb brush into my daily routine, and I love it. So, um, tree beard, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Whom whom Yeah, and Empire's Comics Vault, located at eleven twenty Fulton Avenue, Sweet K. It is our home away from home. Come down here, get some hot sauce, hang up some pugs, read some comic books, meet Ben. He's great. Chimichangas. Chimichangas. We don't have a microwave. We can't make chimichangas unless you bring him. Uh, there's a guy that randomly shows up with, with tamales <gasps> in his tamale guy. Yeah, those are so good. Enough. Um, He's fantastic. And yeah, and uh, in our D and our D and D episodes are of course inspired uh, and inspired. Uh, cut take two are sponsored by uh, the Critical Dice. You can go to the Critical Dice and use the code Cape. Let's get fifteen percent off of your purchase. Natural so twenty. Yeah. Um, you can also go to thecapelessmusaders.com, find all this stuff, all of our content, all of our previous episodes, our blogs, our entries. We have lots of blogs from him about D&D. There's lots of articles from him, but, you know, um, you can't read comic books. We're having new content showing up. We're going to have new right. content. I'm going to be adding a new tab uh, Ooh, to the website. New tabs. Ooh, two new tabs. We need two new tabs, bro. We need two new tabs. Better make two new tabs now. That one, this one. Oh, right. Got it. 
Just hold two tabs. We got two. Um, I'm, do I have to give you a tab? Crap, it might be three new tabs. <laughs> you could get a tab. Who's so the thing? Your show going another tab. Exactly. Pink tab. Actually, we're this is my show. Uh, actually, we, we, yeah, we're on the we're, we're on the limited page plan, so we might have to get <laughs> less tabs. Yeah, less Creative. less money. We can share um, tabery with him. Yeah, we can. Pink. Um, yeah, so you can go to the Kipos and you can find all of our shows. Crossover, where Manderson and his brothers talk about comic books and sports. Soon coming, The Dame Patrol, where Amy, Minnie, and Steph. Stephanie. I was, Stephanie? Is she more for Steph or Stephanie? She's all for that jam, bro. Dig it. Um, where they are going to look at comic books through the lens of... Ladies. Ladies. Um, and it's all things sheer geekery at this point. Sheer time. geekery! Get it? Get it? Get it? You got all those lenses. You get it? Sheer? Get it? Get it? I wear lingerie sometimes. I went alarm. I went alarm there. It's in my head. Yeah, just like Hulk and Thor's brain. We do it over and over again. And of course, on Sundays, we have Sunday Coffee with the Azorian, where he talks about whatever he feels like, including the jam that he's putting on his toast. Dang right. Oh, get it. You can find everything there. So for the Capeless Crusaders, my name is, of course, David Barry at DRBarry on varying social media. It was debated heavily in the chat tonight. I don't know why. My name is David. I was Dave for one year in high school. Ooh. All I ever went is Dave. Hold that I am man. not Dave, and I'm not Ben or Tyrese or whatever was going on up Tyrese? there with, with Ace Platinum. No, he was Ben. He was Ben. Oh, was I Jerry? You, no, you were Trevor. Oh, God, anyway. And apparently you're 46. Antic? Tyrese. Gotta get banned, man. Uh, <laughs> anyway. David Berry at GR Berry. Two love for a lifetime. My left. This bean pole of a man. I called him once and I thought I was gonna die. (laughs) My name is Manderson at Son of Manor on Mander. There's a D in there. Son of Mander uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Tossing it over David's head, not all the way, but just right next to him. I'm lacking a lot of alliterations. This is Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot on the varying social media, and this has been a fantastic night. But of course, my singing partner in crime, dude, we've got a karaoke. <laughs> karaoke means haunted orchestra. You no, know, it means empty orchestra. It's hauntingly beautiful. That's two How I Met Your Mother references tonight. That was good. We get, we get them too, buddy. Who are you? I don't like bullies. Uh, I don't care where they're from. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I leave you with a classic quote um, from Stan the Man Lee. Um, Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko all in company in the afterlife doing comics. And a lean silent figure slowly fades into the gathering darkness, aware at last that in this world with great power there must also come great responsibility. And so a legend is born and a new name is added to the roster of those who make the world of fantasy the most exciting realm of all. For the Capeless Crusaders, Excelsior, and good night.